Hello and welcome to a week 11 edition of the EstablishTheRun.com NFL betting show. My name is Adam Levitan. As always, joined by Evan Silva. Today, we are back to talk sides, totals, props, have some good old-fashioned fun. I'm not drinking any prune juice today. Evan's mom is not calling him. We should be in the clear. Evan, how's it going? It's good. It's good. Uh, we were talking before the show that the season has gone by somewhat quickly. I, I would agree with that. And we have, what, seven and a half weeks left yep. of the you know the super grind, and then we smooth sail right into the playoffs. I can't wait. We've got Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas. You know, there, there there's time for cheer. I, I can feel it. I can smell it in the air. Yeah, and more slates, right? Like Thanksgiving creates more slates because there's a good slate on Thanksgiving and there's a good slate on Sunday. Christmas is going to create more slates this year, Saturday slate and Sunday slate. And then even there's going to be more wild card slates this year. They're spreading wild card weekend, I believe, over three separate days, creating more slates on wild card weekend. Anyways, I do want to give the disclaimer on this show that I always give that I personally do not bet sides and totals. It's honestly just for fun. We know that people love it. If I do bet, it is to throw the books off the scent as we ravage them in props. And I am actually going to talk about a couple of props today that I think are still good out on the board. But anyways, you know, I, in, my goal is to keep accounts going to bet props. And so if we give them some action on sides and totals, perhaps, perhaps we're able to keep accounts going for longer. Before we get into it today, wanted to say happy early Thanksgiving to everyone. If you're watching on YouTube or listening anywhere podcasts are found, we'd appreciate it if you hit that subscribe button. It is indeed free. All right, Evan. Let's get into it here. We're coming off a week in which both of us went one and two. Not a shout out to us. I lost Broncos. I lost Raiders. I hit Sammy Watkins prop under your win was Dallas in a romp, which you called lost the over in Green Bay, Seattle. I actually forget the last game that you had, but nevertheless, we press on. Well, it was uh, the Dolphins. Uh, oh. So I knew right away, you know, because we do it on Thursdays, it was going to be a rough week, but you know, we were a rock solid one and one after the first game. So. <laughs> rock solid one and one if you throw out the first game. Okay. Anyways, there's a forward thinking show. Evan, I'll give you the honors. First yeah. up, week 11. I'm going to go hard on Carolina minus three. I saw it last night. It was minus three and a half. Now it's only minus three. Carolina minus three at home against Washington. Just a game flush with narratives. Cam Newton making his first start again with the Panthers since week two of the 2019 season. Ron Rivera back in Carolina. Scott Turner, uh, the Washington football team OC back in Carolina. Todd Taylor Heineke used to be a Panther uh, on the other side. The Washington football team lost Chase Young mm. for the season to a torn ACL this past week. They were already struggling to stop the pass. This is – I think you can you – can, um, cook up a narrative in favoring Cam Newton where this might be the best weapons cast of his entire career. Christian McCaffrey looks pretty close to 100%. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, if he can pick it up a little bit, and he kind of showed some signs of life last week. Um, Terrace Marshall's playing time has been scaled back some. Uh, but, I mean, he, you know, we, we know that he's a talented guy. He's just started his, his career off pretty slowly. But, I mean, I, I think, you know, Cam is such a, a player that draw, he feeds off of emotion. And I think this is going to be an emotional return for him. And, um, I mean, the, 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 the fans there in Carolina love Cam Newton. And 
uh, the Washington football team just, uh, you know, isn't, isn't very good. Yeah. Um, so I think the Panthers take care of business cover the three here. Yeah. Best line is three minus minus one ten on DraftKings. <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, I agree that and deservedly so the fans in Carolina love Cam. He was so awesome for them for a long time. My whole thing has been, I don't know due to the injuries, what Cam has left. And we haven't really seen him really since he looked really bad for the Patriots. Do I think he's better than PJ Walker and Sam Darnold? Probably, probably, but like, I'm not like sold hundred percent, but we're going to talk way more about this on Friday because Cam is 5,100 on yeah, draft. Games, super cheap. Very, very, very cheap for a quarterback who has his rushing role. Right. So, you know, he's going to project really well because we have to give him a bunch of red zone rushing work. Obviously, once you give a quarterback that in addition to the passing work, he's going to look really good at 5,100. So we'll talk plenty more about that. My first pick is going to be a prop. And so we already took Najee Harris under 115 and a half rush plus receiving yards. You can still get Najee Harris, though, under four and a half catches minus 130. It's on Caesars. I believe it's on DraftKings as well. And so, you know, these uh, historically speaking, running back receiving over props are like the worst bets you can possibly take. I'm always looking to take running back receiving under props. It's so dependent on game flow. If you get the wrong script for Najee Harris, and if you really get anything to go bad, five catches is so many for a running back. And I get that Najee plays a ton. I get that he plays on pass downs. I get all that. Five catches is a lot. And so I'll go ahead and take under four and a half. For Naj. We also have the under 115 and a half, which I think is gone, rush plus receiving that I mentioned already. But yeah, under four and a half catches, it's just such a big number for a running back that isn't like a strict pass catcher. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. All right. All right. Um my second one is going to be the Saints plus one and a half at the Eagles. This is a uh stolen from Daigle special. Oh, told me last night. Hey, I'm taking the Saints. I think they went out right. I'm like, all right, I consider it stolen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean, I, I agree with them. Um, I, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's pretty much a toss-up game. But I think that the Saints are the better football team. Trevor Simeon, you know, players like him, the, the more that they play, usually the worse it gets. But he has held his own through three games. Um, I think Alvin Kamara is going to be back mm-hmm. for this one. I mean, he resumed practicing on Wednesday. Uh, the Saints have a really good offensive line that can protect against a, a pretty good, pretty good uh, Eagles defensive front. And the 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 further you get into the Eagles defense, I think the the you know the the worse that they get. And I think that Alvin Kamara. I mean, the Eagles have given up a ton of catches to RBs. We talk a lot about how. You know, you can beat up the Eagles in the middle of the field with tight ends. And I think that Adam Troutman might be a guy that we talk a little bit about on Friday, too. Uh, but you can do that with running back, you know, running backs as well. And there's no one better uh, at catching the football out of the backfield and making dynamic plays than Alvin Kamara. Um, it sounded to me like a one week injury. Um, and I, I think that he's going to be back. Uh, and then defensively, uh, you know, the, the Saints can give the Eagles lots of problems. I mean, the Saints can give everyone lots of problems. You know, I think that the, we'll see a good amount of Marshawn Lattimore on Devontae Smith, although Marshawn Lattimore did not travel with A.J. Brown strictly last week. But I think we'll, you know, still that's going to be a common matchup on the outside. And then I don't know if Dallas Goddard is going to play, and he is a difference maker 
uh, coming off the concussion. Yeah. So j just enough little edges here that I think that one and a half, uh, I'm going to take that with the Saints. I think that really you, you could make a, a case that the Saints should be favored more like minus one. You can actually find a two and a half out there on points bet right now. And there's a bunch of twos out oh, wow. there on, on FanDuel and All Fox right. bet and, and a couple other places as well. I do think Goddard's going to play, but yeah, I, I've had a hard time reading Eagles games all year. Like, you know, they've shown up when I thought they were going to, that they were going to fail and, and they've played really poorly when I thought they were going to show up. So yeah, it, it's tough. I feel like they're a really widely varying team. They've changed the way they play so much lately. I mean, they're so run heavy now, arguably the most run heavy team in the league over the last month or so. And so, yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's and and that's kind of like a strength on strength because the Eagles, they really have been running it well, but man, there's not, there are not many teams better at stopping the run mm -hmm. than the saints. So, so some, some it's kind of a tact interesting tactical matchup here. Eagle saints. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give a side here for my second trick of the day. And I'm going to go down to this absolute stone cold shootout. Everybody is looking at for this Cowboys Chiefs game. I was on the Raiders last week, was obviously dead wrong, but I think there's been a bit of an overreaction here to how well the Chiefs played against the Raiders. I think facing this Cowboys team, which to me is one of the most complete teams in the entire NFL, Chiefs are certainly not one of the most complete teams in the entire NFL. Major struggles in offensive line, major struggles on defense, major struggles in weaponry behind Tyreek and Kelsey, obviously. So yeah, quarterback play is still incredible for the Chiefs. The Cowboys win everywhere else. And I know going to Arrowhead is tough. The Cowboys are just so, so, so complete. And, and I want to be on Cowboys stuff when I can, especially as a dog. So this is painted two and a half minus 105 pretty much across the board here. And my God, I don't even, the total has got to be like 57 or something insane like that. God, uh, 56 and a half is the total up on DraftKings right now. Just such a, an insane game for fantasy. And we'll obviously talk a lot more about that. On Friday, but I, I the Cowboys are just like outside of quarterback play, the Cowboys are just like better everywhere. And so I'll go ahead and take the Cowboys plus two and a half minus one oh five. Yeah, but what if the Cowboys play cover two? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'll get my hand in the dirt and, and give my cover two and I'll give my cover two analysis versus Mahomes on Friday. You guys stay tuned for it. Well, that's I mean, you know, that's kind of the the narrative uh, surrounding why did the Chiefs break out last week? Because the Raiders, you know, just did what they do and played cover three the entire time. And that allowed the Chiefs to bounce back offensively. I mean, that's kind of, you know, I mean, I've heard that on the Pro Football Focus uh, podcast. You know, Daigle has been talking about that. Seriously, That's, Evan, Evan, seriously, if it was that easy, seriously, and you don't think no, I, I, I know that it's not that easy, but I, I mean, I do agree. I mean, that again, you know, we've talked about this many times, but when you see an offense as, as talented or at least an offense that has been as good and consistently good as the Chiefs have been, you know, year over year with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, there are, are a number of factors that lead them into slumping for an extended period of time, right? One of them is the way the defenses are playing them and their inability to like, you know, wiggle their way out of that, partly because, you know, when you have two high safeties in cover two, you know, the way, one of the best ways to wiggle your way out of that is to be able to run the ball with efficiency against that. And the Chiefs haven't been able to do that. So I do think that there is partial truth to that, but you're right. That's not the only reason 
that the Chiefs were slumping. It was a number of different reasons. Sure. I, I'd just say if it was that simple, every like the Raiders, are, they're dumb, but they're not that dumb. Like, I'm sure they're capable of playing cover too. And I'm sure Mahomes is capable <laughs> of, of countering. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think like running the ball at the NFL level uh, with Darrell Williams and CEH, like it's not impossible. Like, it, like I think these guys can do it. So I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of find all that stuff hard to believe, but I, I hear I hear what you're saying. I don't know. I'm still on Cowboys. Yeah, hey, I'm not trying to talk to you. I, I'm on Cowboys, too. Cowboys are just a better team. They're a yeah. better football team than the Chiefs right now. For sure. Uh, by the way, excellent rant um, about mean, the NFL fan Twitter. I mean, you fucking you nailed it. So, <laughs> <clears throat> um, All right, I'm going to wrap up with Bengals, Raiders, over 50 and a half. Got it, you know, got it for the brand. Got to put in an over every week mm-hmm. um, on 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 uh, on on. on teams like i you know when when it comes to betting props like i'm i'm all in on the unders now at this point i mean you have completely converted me (laughs) Um, so i mean that i you know i found myself just going through the entire slate the past two weeks like looking for unders nice you know like yeah so um but when it comes to the, the to the teams i'm still on some overs and i like this one indoors against the raiders now the bengals are coming off a bye we've talked about how Sometimes teams will perform at their floor coming off of, of, a, of a bye. They get out of their routine um, and you know they, they come back and they don't they don't perform as expected. And we saw that last week, like with Tampa Bay, with Seattle. Um, they did not play up to their usual standards coming off of a bye. I do worry about that a little bit with the Bengals, but sometimes you'll see teams explode off their bye. You know, and we'll get their peak performance. That that's what I think it is. It's, you know, you'll 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 often see teams performing at their floor or at their ceiling. I'm banking on a ceiling game here for Cincinnati. Um, I don't I don't think that anybody is going to be able to take care of. I mean, I think that this is a, a possible breakout spot for T. Higgins. Jamar Chase has been playing at an arguable top five NFL wide receiver uh, level so far this year. Uh, I saw that you did take an over in Tyler Boyd, over 37 and a half uh, receiving yards. I definitely think that the Bengals should be able to run the ball. Like they're just, they're going to be efficient on offense, I think, against the Raiders. And the Raiders are also kind of in a bounce back spot. Now they've lost two in a row. They're at home. You know, they, they kind of need this one. It's already, you know, the, the, the commentary has already started. I mean, I, I do it myself that the Raiders, Every year they kind of start hot and then they really, really cool off and they wind up being who, you know, who we thought that they were. And this has been a common theme year over year. And already you see Derek Carr getting questions about that. Why is this team any different from what you've been over the past couple of years? So I think that there is some 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 positive uh, narrative there uh, in favor of the Raiders. I think the Raiders will be able to score on the Bengals defense. Bengals will be able to retaliate with efficiency. We get the over on 50 and a half. Yeah, I will say in the Raiders' defense, like they've had some, like the rugs thing was so terrible. They lost their coach in the middle of the year, you know. So in their defense, things have kind of gone off the rails, off the field for them as well. But yeah, I mean, this is just a recurring theme for the Raiders. There's no doubt. I'm going to stick in this game. I mean, we're showing overs in props on like everybody in the Bengals pass game. We're showing overs on T. Higgins. We're showing overs on Tyler Boyd, which we already took. We're showing uh, not really overs on Jamar Chase, but in line with the market on Jamar Chase. And we're showing big overs on Joe Burrow. So Joe Burrow's pass yards line is currently 268 and a half. We have 308.3. Because we already have the Boyd thing, I don't know if I'm going to double down 
on it because like Evan said, you could find four performances from the Bengals and you could find odd game scripts. I don't love doubling down, but if you did not get the Tyler Boyd over 37 and a half, I think Burrow over 268 and a half is definitely good. Again, we have 308.3 for Joe Burrow in this game. And yeah, it's aggressive, but as Evan said, efficiency is just off the charts and arguably, I mean, the top three wide receiver set in the entire NFL. I mean, I'm sure Dallas can claim otherwise, et cetera. But yeah, I mean, God, T. Boyd and Jamar Chase is so nice. And so um, I think that the pass game is going to do really, really well here against the Bengals. And as Evan said, as we get to November, December, having this game indoors or whatever kind of weather it's going to be uh, in Las Vegas is a big boost and that's obviously reflected in the market or at least in the line market you know i don't know if it is in the props market as much but yeah so i'll go with joe burrow over 268 and a half all right that's gonna do it for this week 11 betting show appreciate all you guys tuning in we will see you friday night if you are a subscriber we will see you friday night to go position by position aka the kama sutra show through sunday's 12 game main slate on DraftKings and FanDuel for Evan, for producer Adam. I am Adam. Good luck, everybody. Mm-hmm.